Welcome to Triumph. This is a show about God's love, His peace, His mercy, and certainly His forgiveness for those who have had an abortion experience in their past. We'll talk about some topics that may be uncomfortable for some. The conversation is going to be very personal, and it will be very truthful. My name is Tim Welsh. I'm executive director of Bethesda Healing Ministry, a Catholic ministry that's been around Columbus for nearly three decades. It's a ministry dedicated to helping women and men navigate the sometimes stormy waters of healing and reconciliation after an abortion experience. Today, as usual, I'm joined by my wife of nearly 43 years, Joe. Hello. Hi. Um, and we think there's something a little unique about this uh, uh, show because there are, there are plenty of, of testimonies of, of uh, people who have a, an abortion experience in their past, and it's, it's classically the woman who does those testimonies, but you're, you're going to listen to a couple's <laughs> journey today. And before we get started, I do want to uh, say that, you know, Joe, we've got um, a lot of wacky stuff going on right now, mm-hmm. and, and it can add to, um, you know, the COVID-19, uh, some of the some of the social uh, upheaval that we've seen in the last month and a half or two months, and that can add to an awful lot of anxiety, and it, it can it can even heighten the anxiety of a post-abortion experience. And True. so we want to make sure that, that, uh, that the listening audience knows that, that we're there for them and that, that specifically Bethesda is there for them. Mm-hmm. And if they are experiencing any additional angst because of all of the stuff going on in our culture right now, if they're ex- experiencing um, some wonderment about what to do next – uh, we just encourage you to give us a call at 614-309-0157 or just go to the Bethesda website at BethesdaHealing.org because uh, we know this is a this is a trying time. Mm-hmm. So today we're going to do something a little different. We, we started this uh, journey off together a few months ago where I would uh, sort of interview Joe and uh, I've asked some rather – personal questions of her and and uh, questions that we've never talked about as a couple on this show. Um, but today we're going to talk about the male response to the abortion experience, and Joe's going to sort of lead us through there um, uh, with whatever kind of questions she's got. Yeah. Why don't you take over? Okay. Well, as um, Tim was saying, we've spent a lot of time looking at the woman's side of the abortion experience, and um, for, rightly so. I mean, there's a lot uh, going on there for women, but there's also um, there's also grief involved for the man as well. So we're going to get a, a male perspective, and it's it's kind of funny because not funny, but um, it's just interesting because um, this is always dubbed as a woman's issue. But, you know, uh, um, there is a relationship before um, the woman gets pregnant. So there are two people involved. And um, it's just good to get a male perspective because um, as the woman, you know, you're not really ever open. um, 
you're not encouraged to talk about it and grieve and work through the process. And it it's almost um, nobody ever thinks about the man and how he responded or kind of what his life was like. It's mm-hmm. it's always on the woman, which, you know, that that's understandable. But it would be nice to just to hear kind of um, your perspective. And, you know, everybody, I think everybody's heard my story that um, I had a child at the age of 16 and then um, that I did an adoption plan for. And then when we were dating and I was about 19, um, I got pregnant and decided to have an abortion. So that's kind of bringing everybody up to speed as to where we are in this story. So... um, just thought maybe you might want to shed some light on your your story, how you feel that story went. I always tell it from my perspective, but I want to hear a little bit about your story. Um, well, uh, as you already know, I I uh, I was enamored with you from the first time i laid eyes on you and i was uh, sixth grade sixth grade yeah that was saint mary's grade school um but yeah i fell in love with you immediately i mean i just really wanted to to uh to be with you and that that sort of attraction uh back then that was 1976 ish maybe 76 77 yeah mm-hmm. um uh you know it was a there was it was a physical there was a physical attraction and mm-hmm. what I remember, and I don't, I don't. You can correct me on live radio if you want. <laughs> um, I remember being afraid to even hold your hand. I mean, I, I was. Mm-hmm. I remember not kissing you until we went out for like three or four times. I don't remember mm-hmm. how many times we went out, but I was a. I didn't want to foul that up. I mm-hmm. just didn't want to. I didn't want to. Uh, uh, to make a mess out of that, and as it turns out, I did anyway. But, um, but you know, then then um, we did we did then kiss and hold hands and <laughs> and became sexually active, of course. And that that's how you got pregnant, by the way. Okay. But, oh, thank you for so, figuring that out for me. <laughs> well, I just didn't know. We've never really talked about cause and effect, so I, I thought, at any rate. Um, yeah, so so we became sexually active, and um, and you became pregnant, and uh, decided that you were just going to have the abortion. And what I remember, um, and I don't, you don't remember it this way. I know we've talked about this, but I remember helping to pay for it, and I don't think you you have that recollection. I don't remember anything about money. Yeah, I think I I think I did help. Uh, I think I I put some money toward it. So, um, what I do remember that was very that I think was very uh, interesting, and that I'm actually to this day very ashamed of, is that um, you know you came to me and you were pretty dead set on that. I mean, you mm-hmm. were not kind of you were kind of not going to be denied. Although I didn't try to deny you, I didn't have I didn't say anything but but what we were told as men at that time and what a lot of people are told as men today mm-hmm. that you know whatever it's your choice mm-hmm. whatever you decide dear i'm going to be with you um no matter what 
right? Right. Um, and in fact, we're we're actually quite lucky that that we are still together because most relationships end about six months after the abortion. Yeah. The, yeah. the vast majority of them end. Correct. Uh, the father, the as child. high as seventy percent. Yeah, it's, relationships and it's, it's really big. Um, but I do remember, and I didn't remember this until we started going through the healing process, and still until you started going through the healing process, and 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 I sort of joined in with that. I didn't remember that I left on vacation the very next day. Mm-hmm. I I did not remember that. <clears throat> But it was since since we have gone through it. It I've reckoned the big revelation to me was when I said, "I'll whatever you decide, dear, I'll I'll back you." Uh, that was viewed in on in your mind and your psyche as abandoning you. Mm-hmm. And what you really needed me to say, I think was we can do this i love you there's no need to do anything we'll we'll get through this together right but right. i didn't say that and to to compound that i left on vacation the next day mm-hmm. you know i had a grand old time on the east coast i remember i remember uh, uh who i went with and everything and and so those are that's my recollection of it um mm-hmm. and and since then, it's um, there've been some revelations, like like the abandonment thing. Mm-hmm. I, I just I thought I was doing the right thing as a man. I mean, that's just what we were told we should do. Was, sure, but that was not the right thing for me to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and I think it it manifests um, in you know everybody it manifests differently for women the grief and the loss and the the shame and the guilt and all that it it manifests differently for women as it as well as for men kind of the same um kind of symptoms if you will you know men can you know become alcoholic or drug addicts or never have another intimate relationship or just suffer their whole lives and not know or understand what um what what's causing all of that but do you feel like do you, did you experience any grief at all? I mean, it's a pretty heavy question. Yeah, yeah, and I'm <laughs> afraid to answer it. Um, no, I don't think I really did. Um, okay. Now, now, as I know, the male response to um, an abortion experience there is a spectrum, you know, mm-hmm. and, and we know men who are on one end of the spectrum who are. Who grieve very heavily mm-hmm. and who are absolutely beside themselves with grief, mm-hmm. even twenty years later, sure. twenty or thirty years yeah. later. But it, and there's also the other people at the other end of the spectrum that just that just and this is what I've always really objected to with abortion is that you know the man is essentially resigned to throwing a credit card down and and taking care of it and he and he essentially walks away. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I think that's disgusting. And but I mean, I it's disgusting, and I actually did that, you know. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I, the, the The experience is so vastly different between the male and the female. Sure, and men so 
completely differently um, process things like that. That you know, I I am sorry, I am regretful, um, but I don't know that I've ever actually the the word grief I don't think fits that. Mm-hmm. So any. So would you just just describe it as just a struggle, like a moral kind of struggle with with the decision? I mean, I know that I forced you into that decision. I understand that. But do you, is there any, I mean, if it's not grief, then how would you describe it? Or it, uh, maybe you can't. Regret. Regret. Okay. Regret and, and being sorry to have done that. Um you know, I, I'm I'm just like I mean, you and I both we went to confession like six times. I mean, you know, you right. you, you just keep because because you just kind of can't believe that God could forgive that one. You know, yeah. and even though we know that He can, it it's one of those things, and that's why we are fallen and we are sinners is because sure. we just we don't believe He could forgive that particular one. Right. So, um, and and I think it's. Um, it's that feeling of coming out of confession and just like, okay, I'm still there's something missing in my life. Yeah, you know, I, it it it's not even that I can't believe I was. Well, maybe it is. I can't believe I was forgiven, but you know, you think there's going to be a bolt of lightning and you're going to like be healed and feel better. Um, but it doesn't work that way. Yeah, and that, we should dive into well, that a little bit after after just a, a, a brief interlude here. We, you are listening to Triumph on AM 820, St. Gabriel Radio. It's a, a show about God's love and peace and mercy for those who have had an abortion experience in their past. And we're just exploring the male perspective on, on uh, the abortion experience, having experienced it myself. Um, uh, and I'm here with Joe, my wife, Joe Welsh, yes. and Tim Welsh, and yeah. she's she's grilling me. <laughs> finally, yeah, I get finally. a chance. You get the floor. Right? Yeah. Uh, but we were just talking about um, kind of the whole piece of confession, and and it's and it's very typical, I think, from the women that I have met. Um, I don't I don't want to say typical, but it's not uncommon for a woman to say, you know, I went to confession and I, several times and the priest is like, okay, you can stop confessing that. But it's just, it's just so deep inside you that you expect to feel better, yeah. you know, because that's the promise of confession, right? As Catholics, we're, that's our, that's the promise, but you come out and you're still what is wrong with me? <laughs> kind yeah. of feeling. Yeah. Um, well, my my main um, sorrow and and my main now, I, I don't know that I'm typical. I mean, I I have no idea, and I've not spent a lot of time uh, psychoanalyzing my behavior um, since since 1978. I mean, I, I just I just haven't. Yeah. Haven't really thought about it, but I did become an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was nature or nurture. I don't know if it was a result of the abortion experience that we went through. Mm-hmm. Um, I like I I I just have not spent any time analyzing that really at all. Mm-hmm. 
but I, you know, and and I don't know. You know that I've all we've had a a uh, an ongoing conversation about intimacy in our relationship. For I mean, we, we've been together for nearly forty five years, if you include the dating stuff. You know, and mm-hmm. um, it, it, that that could easily be a result of you know my my demand of you know more intimacy, and I, I'm not the physical stuff, but just more personal intimacy. Uh, I don't know. That could have been a result of of the abortion experience too. I I just have never explored those things, and and I I've never really felt the need to to do that, and mm-hmm. and even to this day don't. Yeah. But you know the 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 thing that occurs to me so much, Joe, is that the experience that that a woman has with an abortion is, I mean, I I didn't. I didn't hear the sounds. I didn't smell the smells. I didn't see the sights. I didn't see it. I didn't do any right. of that. Right. Um, the the physical aspects of the procedure, I wasn't. I, I the, right. You know, I just I didn't experience that. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, you know, you don't you don't have the same uh, genius of woman. You know, I mean, you you, you don't have that same creative you know god created woman to actually bear a child and 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 outside of the sinful nature of abortion it it it's it's just natural that you would it's unnatural abortion is just such an unnatural act is what i'm saying yes yes um so we might want to mention too that at bethesda we're healing ministry for women and men and and men are welcome to come, and uh, they do. Yeah. And um, yeah. it's it's is um, you know it's difficult to walk through that door for the first time, and um, it for men and women to kind mm-hmm. of accept. It's like let me just dig a little deeper into what's going on with me, um, but. Um, I don't know if um, you had any kind of trepidation into just digging into that a little bit more, kind of facing it, looking at yourself and going, this has been painful for my wife. I need to kind of dig into it for myself. Is that does that make sense? It, it does, but I, you know, it, my angst was what my you know my concern was you. I, I didn't I didn't uh, you know when I when when we first after like thirty five years when we first started talking about the abortion mm-hmm. experience, it was more. It was more, and and you know that may, that may just be an alpha male thing. I I don't know, you know. I mean, but I just I I knew that you were uh, in some pain, if you will. I don't know if that's a, that's too strong a word, but that you were struggling with it, and I wanted to help you. And I really didn't ever. Uh, I was willing to dive into it for me if it helped you, mm-hmm. but only if it helped you. And sure. otherwise, I could could have cared less. Yeah, I mean, because again, I have the 
I am sorry for it. I regret it. But it's not a mournful thing. And mm-hmm. I mean, you know, one of the things that you 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 know, um, at one of the healing uh, uh, programs that you went through, you named the child, right? right. And we pray right. to Saint Daniel mm-hmm. before every meal, mm-hmm. you know, and that's because that's the yeah, name of the that's kid. That's his name. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a it's it's kind of. It's very complicated, and yet, you know, when you look back on your life and you kind of go, oh, I had this child that is no longer on earth then and it, and is in heaven, you know, it's kind of, it's hard to even imagine that, yeah. you know? I mean, it's it's kind of hard to, to kind of accept that and um, kind of, you know, to deal with that, but... Yeah, it is. Um, it's worth digging into, and um, you know, I don't have a whole lot more questions for you because I don't know what else I can ask you at this point. Well, I I have a question for you that I think might be enlightening, and and that is, what did you see in me that through the years? I mean, what was it that? that maybe you associated, even in retrospect, Mm. um, that may have been a result of the abortion experience? Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't really have anything for, to answer that. Um, I mean, certainly you can, you know, a, a, a kind of your, um, you, when you get involved in something, you like to, really get involved in <laughs> I don't want to say obsess <laughs> but you obsess no um but I, it, I'm comfortable with obsessing <laughs> but I mean I put that in the same category as kind of alcoholism you know you you give up alcohol for something else I, I have no way of knowing if if all of that like you said I don't have no I have no idea whether it was nature or nurture either I mean I, I I can't just sit here and say, "Oh, I think that's why he is has, you know, is an alcoholic." I, I can't say that because I don't know that. But I, um, I don't know if you know your drive to be in the pro life world um, is a is was a way of kind of giving a um, is being a you know your penance for. Um, past sins. I don't. I don't know. I, I mean, it might be, might yeah. be something to look at. But um, I've never really thought, just because the difference between male and female, and the whole experience. I never really. I never blamed you. I never, like, looked at your life and was like, "Oh, you could have been better," or you know, tried to make an excuse for it because. I've always felt it was me. I, you know, I really pushed it. And I, 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 you know, really demanded, you know, the outcome. So I, I can't, I can't say maybe the pro-life piece. Yeah. Um, because you have always been involved in pro-life and maybe, you know, just figuring out kind of where your niche. I mean, you, you do great things. 
and you know and have in the pro life community. So I can't say that was a bad thing, <laughs> or you know, but I, maybe it was. Maybe it was a not a bad thing, but maybe it was a way of kind of you know making yourself feel like okay, I can I can resolve this a little bit. I'm paying it back. Paying it back. Yeah, I don't know either. I, I do know that. Um, I do know about my addictive personality. Um, I do. I'm, I'm currently addicted to running, and you know that. I'm, right. I'm, I'm running way too much for a man my age. But, but, um, and I've been addicted to other things throughout my life, you know, including mm-hmm. alcohol, and good things and bad things, you know. Right. Um, but I do think I, I think the message is here today that that. Um, you know, hope. men do. Yeah, it's a message of hope, but that men do, even though they maybe compartmentalize things a little bit more, and even though maybe they can sort of put stuff off to the side and say, you know, that's just a that's just another time, um, that they still do struggle with this in, in yes. you know, time to time. Yes. And and my struggle has been how I hurt you. It's mm-hmm. not. It wasn't. It wasn't so much, I hate to say this out loud, but it wasn't so much the abortion per se. It was what the, the effects of the abortion had on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, the mistakes we made uh, and I made, uh, you know, causing the situation that brought us to that point. You yeah. Know? So. Right. Um, for me, it was more, it was more that kind of thing. And that's, that's the one side of that spectrum. And. But there are men out there that really do need some help, and yes. if if they if they do need help, and and women as well, there's plenty of of uh, of of caring and loving friends out there just waiting to hear from you. And one place that that is that is waiting to hear from you is Bethesda. I mean, yes. Bethesda's been around a long time, and. Uh, it, it's a Catholic ministry, and and you can just go to the Bethesda dot Bethesda Healing dot org website, and and uh, there's somebody there waiting to talk to you. Yes, and and they will they will welcome you with open heart open arms. This has been Triumph uh, on AM eight twenty Saint Gabriel Radio. This is a show about God's love and peace and mercy uh, and forgiveness for those who have had an abortion experience in their past. Uh, I'm Tim Welsh, and I've been joined, as usual, by my favorite person on earth, Joe, my wife. And uh, we've just been talking about the male experience with abortion. Yes. And thank you. It's been good. Thanks for yeah. doing this, Joe. And, yep. Uh, You're a much better interviewer. So I'll, <laughs> let you, I'll let you take over next time. <laughs> okay. Well, next time. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye.